Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. I am your host and as by life and mindset mentor coach. I'm super excited today because I have an interview with one of my past clients. Her name is Claire Patterson. She has just wrapped up working with me one-on-one for three months and I'm really, really glad that she was happy to come on the podcast because she talks about her journey working in her nine-to-five job for five years, quitting, feeling a bit lost, noticing old trauma starting to surface and then coming to work with me and really gaining that clarity, feeling purpose for life again, feeling like she can trust herself and make big leaps and act, take big action steps. So I know that a lot of you will really value this episode, I think, especially during lockdown when I, th- I find a lot of us are kind of evaluating our lives and where we're at and what kind of action steps to be taking next. If one of those action steps is growing and scaling your online business, or maybe you're ready to start an online business, then I'm really excited to be announcing the Peaceful Business Mastermind. So this is all about turning your passion into profit so that you can be earning an income, you can be running your own business whilst also having a lifestyle that really supports you and aligns with your values. If you're keen for more information about this program, just send me a message on Instagram and say, I'm interested in the Peaceful Business and I can give you more info. All right, we're going to start this episode now, this interview with Claire. If you enjoy this episode, I would love to see you screenshotting it and sharing it to your stories. It really helps to support the podcast. And I love to stalk who is listening to us as well and give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps so that other people can find the podcast and give us a follow and a like on whatever app that you're listening to us on here. All right, enjoy. Hello, Claire. Welcome to the Peaceful Body Podcast. How are you doing this fine Thursday morning? I'm really, really good. And as I was saying to you before we hit record, like I was just so happy that you asked me to be on here because um, it's, yeah, it's, I feel like it's a real full circle moment, like going through coaching with you and then like coming on here and being able to offer my thoughts and my experiences. And yeah, it's really cool. I'm very happy to be here. Oh, I love that. And I'm so grateful that you jumped at the opportunity because as we were kind of talking about before, I have had a few clients on here interviewed before and they can get a little bit nervous because, you know, a podcast is a different kind of medium as a way to express yourself. But that's what everyone says. And even if for me, whenever I come onto a podcast, it's really cool for me to like reflect and really like dissect parts of my journey. So I think it's really cool because obviously we've just been working together for the past three months, which has been so great. It's been absolutely absolute pleasure to get to work with you. Um, And now you're about to embark on a new adventure, which I'm sure we'll dive all into. And so I think it's going to be really cool to like sit down and really talk about it, talk it through, talk it into the podcast void, as I was saying, um, and just give yourself a moment to to celebrate and reflect too. So I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. And yeah, the reflection's like so powerful, I think, because yeah, we've been working together since May. I was actually going through um, my journal from like you know, this year I've nearly finished it Um, and going back to our like first kind of sessions together and seeing what I wrote. And Mm. I feel like unless you actually take the time to sit and talk about this stuff and reflect on it, you don't actually realise how much has changed, Mm. which is really powerful for me especially. And with coaching as well, I feel like it's, it's an abstract game. Like you can't, you know, turn around and show your friend, like, look at this cool new thing I have and like physically show them. It's very much like stuff that you've integrated and embodied and it's really subtle shifts. But when you look back, it's just like, oh, mm. <laughs> <I'm myself. laughs> 
Yeah, totally. And I love even the other day, um, I finished one of my journals as well. That was from like October last year. So maybe like six months. Oh no, that's almost a year. Hey, wow. Time yeah. Off. Wow. <laughs> um, and same thing. I was like reading back over it and I was like, wow, like it's so easy. Cause sometimes you think back, okay, well in October last year, I was doing this and you know, I was at this stage of my journey, whatever. But when you actually like go back and read the journal and really get a feel for, wow, that's what I was actually thinking. And like, often I feel of myself being like telling teleported back to the moment of when I wrote that and Mm. I can really like notice the difference and I often say this to my clients too that as you described so well coaching is really abstract like when we're achieving in air quotes things with our mindset it's like it's not a tangible thing that you're like oh yep tick that off it's not like oh okay yep I bought a car or like I have this physical partner in front of me it's more like all right I I feel like I'm more in my power or I'm more connected to my intuition and so I always remind my clients to like imagine our journey. And this is why the process that I take us through of like writing things down and setting intentions just gives a little bit of structure to coaching that can be quite like intuitive and like going with the flow and the feels. Mm, yeah. Um, but I always try to get my clients also to imagine like imagine where you were at the start of coaching or even a year ago. And if you were to draw out like a map of actually all of the things that you've achieved and imagine how many like kilometers that would kind of take in your mind. And sometimes that can be a really good way to like kind of ground yourself in. Oh, yes, like I have achieved things because it can be so easy to feel like just get going more and just to the next thing. And oh, I'm still not where I want to be. But it's so important that we do reflect so we're not on this like endless hamster wheel, hey? Yeah, I know. And especially for someone like for myself, um, I am really the kind of person that's always like, okay, onto the next thing, onto the next thing. And I, I want to have those kind of clear markers to t- and other people. Um, you know, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going. And I feel like coaching has really helped me, I guess, kind of nail down a sense of clarity and purpose that isn't necessarily like, okay, guys, this is, I'm going to go from point A to point B, point C and my life is sorted now, but it's given me a sense of, I guess, ease in the unknown and more of a trust that things are going to work out um, as long as I keep on taking kind of action that feels right in my gut. Mm. And I think that's something that I think really attracted me about working with you um, because like I followed you on Instagram for a little Mm. while before I actually reached out and you get like a real sense of what a person is about Mm. um, from doing that. And what attracted me to you was you really kind of embodied a sense of uh, self-trust and self-belief, but also trust in, you know, the world, the universe, whatever, that, you know, things will work out, that real cup, you know, half full as opposed to half empty Mm. mentality. And I could see how that brought so much ease and calm into your life. And looking back to where I was, like, you know, we've talked in my coaching sessions, I had a, like, I wasn't in a great space mentally for maybe the first three or four months of this year. And, you know, I was working through that with a psychologist, which, um, you know, 100% has a place. And I kind of was coming out of that. And I'm like, okay, now is the time for me to kind of step forward into this like coaching environment. And I had had one coach before and that kind of just like opened up, you know, a whole new world of what's actually going on within me. And I think we've talked about this saying before, you know, with every new level, 
devil, there's a new devil. Um, with every new breakdown, there's a breakthrough and every new breakthrough, there's a breakdown. So I was definitely going through that cycle. I'd, I had a great coaching experience um, at the end of 2020 and um, I had all these realizations and then it was kind of like integrating it, the crash <laughs> like, um, and like other external stuff that was going on in my life, of course. Um, but then when you're on that kind of up again, I think it's so 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 helpful to get someone into your life that can support you into that upward shift again um I was having a conversation with someone the other day and I was just like talking about coaching versus therapy and it was kind of like psychologist therapy counseling gets you from like you know dysfunction to functioning and coaching gets you from functioning to thriving and I think I've definitely been moving through that whole process (laughs) in the past six months and I'm going to go through it again like I'm not going to deny like you know hard times are going to come up again but I feel like the more you engage with coaching with um seeing a psych when you need to like the maybe the shorter those like breakdown periods will be um that's what I'm aiming for anyway I'm wanting to just cultivate more and more self-awareness more tools to help me get through those hard times so I can shift back from um, going from functioning to thriving um, with more ease. So, yeah, that's my two cents about coaching. (laughs) Yes. No, I love that. And I love that description Mm. of coaching being from going from like functional to thriving. And I, I think I see this, I see that's such a good way to put it because I see that a lot. Like, of course, you're not going to die without coaching, obviously, Mm. but also you're potentially limiting yourself to your full expression or really trusting yourself or really getting to know yourself. Like for me, I feel like, as you said, I'm kind of growing and changing every six months. I'm like constantly expanding into a new version of myself. Like the person I was a year ago, I'm like, wow, I'm so different. And like, I'm always evolving because I'm always kind of putting myself in those coaching containers. Mm. Um, And I work with a therapist too. And a lot of my clients will work with me as their coach and work with the therapist as well. And I completely advocate for that. I love therapy and coaching. They both have their own places. And what I find though, having been, you know, the client on both sides and also working as a coach is coaching is a little bit more like dynamic, right? Like with therapy, Mm -hmm. you're very much going in for the session and being like, oh, this is what I'm sad about, which has obviously got its place, but like, oh, this is the things that happened that were really hard or whatever. and, And then you kind of leave the session. Whereas like coaching and what I find so powerful about it is that it's, you get to speak to the person however often you want. It's a little bit more from my experience, like personal, like you get in in the sense that like you get to hear from that coach's experience kind of thing. Um, But I would love to hear from you, Claire, as well, like in in as much detail as you like, of course, you mentioned that you were kind of like struggling for the first kind of couple months of this Mm. year. What was your journey up until that point? Because I think it'd be um, relatable for some people, especially during COVID. I think a lot of people are doing kind of like life reflections of like, what am I doing with myself? (laughs) And, and like where, and the feelings that you were having and kind of like where obviously now you're at a place where you're feeling a lot more positive to say the least, but yeah, Yeah, if you feel comfortable sharing a little bit about what led you to that point at the start of the year where you were feeling a little bit lost, shall we say? Yeah, I was very lost. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to share about this. I end of last year, I quit my job, um, which I think wouldn't recommend to everyone for sure mm-hmm. to just quit, but I'd kind of just got to the point, I'd reached breaking point essentially. Mm-hmm. And in an ideal world, um, I would hope for other 
people that you kind of catch yourself when feeling like when this job situation or whatever, it could be a relationship, it could be whatever. Um, in an ideal world, you would be able to catch yourself in feelings of, okay, something's not quite, quite right. Like, what can I do about this? Um, but I was kind of in a place where I felt really stuck and trapped by my circumstances. And I really didn't have any understanding of like the amount of control I could exert over my own life. Mm. And I feel like I had a lot of, I have very um, kind of, and I'm still working through this for sure, um, although I've taken great strides, as, <laughs> as you can tell. But um, I had very, like, kind of low self-belief in my own power to change my circumstances. Um, so I kind of got to this point where I was just like, okay, I've been in this organisation for over five years. If I think about another five years, Mm. oh that makes me feel so sick so I just need to cut the cord and for maybe a month or so I felt spiritually about 10 kilos lighter I felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders um I felt great um but then I think I think a lot of people relate to this the first of January rolled around I kind of I left my job in December and that was kind of going into like Christmas um, I turned 30. That was also like a big thing, but I was feeling really positive about it. But then 1st of January rolled around and I'm the kind of person that can be, get a bit caught up in milestones with time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, 1st of January, I have to, like my life's going to be sorted. I'm going to do this. And no, it didn't happen like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I just had this real realization is like, wow, okay, I've done this thing. I've left the environment that was making me feel so stuck, but now I have no anchor. I'm completely adrift. Mm. And yeah, I just felt so lost. And I think I was kind of in a bit of a free fall after that about where is my life going? Like, what am I interested in? What am I passionate about? Like what's like my purpose? Um, and I found it really hard. I couldn't find anything that I like, had that kind of spark within to get excited about. Like, okay, this is my next step. Mm. And the longer that went on, the more fearful I was that it wasn't going to happen for me. And the more I withdrew into myself because of that. So it was kind of this hamster wheel. Mm. Um, and that's when I started seeing my psych again. And I probably during that time, let go of a lot of in like sadness that I felt for myself. Um, Like, you know, I had, I'd had events happen to me, traumatic events, um, loss of like a really close family member, early twenties. And I really felt at that point that I was a real like victim of my circumstances um, because of this traumatic event. Um, I was just like, Oh, my life could be so different if this couldn't happen. Like, I feel like it just set me completely off course. And I'd even compare myself to other people who experience similar things. And I'm like, well, they seem okay. Why am I not okay? Why have I never been able to like get myself on this like path and move forward from something that happened to me seven years ago. Mm. And I think seeing a psych at that crucial point was like, I'd seen one before, but I think, you know, now I can look back and be like, okay, like I had to go through this mm. to get to this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's all about timing. And I, you know, was seeing my psych and I 
let go of a lot of sadness that I was feeling for myself. Like I was feeling so sad and sorry for myself. And of course that like, there's a place for that. And in showing yourself self-compassion, you know, there is a place for like, I feel really sad that this happened to me and this has had this effect on my life, but now what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was kind of, I reached that point and I, I think for the first um, maybe month of our three months of coaching, I was still seeing a psychologist and I feel like that was when so much was happening in terms of my psych sessions with you. It was all kind of popping off um, mm-hmm. in like releasing and then like opening myself up to like kind of a new way of thinking through um, my sessions with you and how I could move forward. And we talked about this. I was like listening to all the podcasts and mm-hmm. having my sessions with you and listening, going to my psych and doing all the journaling and doing all the things, reading all the books. And then I kind of hit a point where I was just like, I've hit a wall. I'm so overwhelmed <laughs> in a good, yeah, in like a good way. I think, I think I just, I think I just kind of like burnt out on personal development, which is like a really common thing. Mm. And I kind of dropped into this period, I think maybe the middle month that I was um, with you and I just had to like let go. I felt like not much was happening and Mm. I really just had to like sit in that. I was like, look, I'm going to listen to comedy podcasts. I'm going to like read fiction books. I'm not going to feel like I have to absorb information every single day in order to better myself. And if I'm not doing that, I'm missing out on an opportunity to like keep going. I really had to sit in feeling like not much was happening and there was a lot of resistance around that for me Mm. but once I did and we've spoken about this before that kind of shift is really like you don't notice it until Mm. you're out Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know then in our last kind of month of coaching together it really kind of came together for me in that feeling of being okay in not knowing, being able to take actions. Like, you know, I took, you know, I've signed up for courses and like, you know, business coaching and all this kind of stuff in that last month, it was very like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But then also just sitting in that as well. Mm. Um, Cause past me would be like, okay, I've taken this action now, but what's the next action? Mm. Um, but now I'm just like, Oh, like I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And like yeah. sitting in it. Yeah. Oh, I love <sighs> that. and I think like so as we said before like when we were working together you were like I always want to take like really big action I want to do all of the things and I want to just like soak it all in and like of course I always recommend like taking action take the risk do the thing that you're thinking about at leap before you're ready so important but if that's all we're doing all the time we just end up getting really burnt out and then we actually can't really access our intuition or we find it really hard to like actually make decisions or even feel inspired like we just end up feeling really overwhelmed. And I think like over the past year, like you're so not alone. So many of my clients, especially over the past year with like lockdown and COVID, everyone really did dive headfirst into like personal development and listening to like, you know, a high level podcasts and like making sure they're only watching documentaries and like reading the news and reading self-help books. And the amount of clients that I've told to be like, just listen to a comedy podcast, like just watch something <laughs> funny for no reason, because we can, we can get really like excited about it essentially. Right. When we find something, especially like what you were describing. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that feeling of like, Oh, I just like, nothing is sparking my joy. I don't feel excited about anything. And I remember when we first spoke, there was this real fear of like, 
not wanting to waste time, but that mm-hmm. that was also holding you back from actually moving forwards with anything because you're yep. like, I'm really stressed <laughs> if I like take action on something and it's not the right thing that I'm going to lose that time, which is so common as well. Like I'm sure we can all feel that, especially around like 30 when society is like, well, have you done this yet? And are you achieving this yet? And are you working towards this thing, especially as women, right? So that's like a really yep. like societal fear that we kind of have to move away from. But in and in like listening to the comedy podcast and kind of introducing a little bit more just of like fun into the journey, what kind of what obviously that makes the journey more fun, but like how else do you think that positively impacted you? Uh, I think it really allowed me to because I was consuming all this information as we were just talking about and I felt like I had I was armed with all these facts and I was just like, but nothing's happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think taking that time away and just prioritizing fun and play a bit more, which is what I was a, a goal that I set out mm. with you originally. I'm like, I want more fun in my life. Mm. Um, that really allowed the things that I was learning, what was actually important to me and what I could actually use. It allowed that to come through. Mm. And it kind of just disengaging from all that kind of stuff and relaxing, listening to fun things, watching trash TV. Yeah. That actually allowed everything to settle and the stuff that I actually needed to like learn and know and utilize moving forward, that came through much more Mm. clearly to me rather than feeling so overwhelmed with like all this information under the sun from listening to all these podcasts and you actually don't know where to start. But if you just stop and focus on enjoyment Mm. I feel like what is meant to stick will stick Mm -hmm. and come through yeah 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 I hear like again I hear this all the time of people listening to like so many personal development podcasts and like listening to like or like researching heaps of social justice or documentaries and that kind of stuff and then your identity gets a bit like discombobulated and you're like oh my god like I'm so overwhelmed and I'm one person and how do I do all of this and like of course it's great to have passions and to want to like fight for causes but we can't do that if we're so like burnt out and overwhelmed and also Mm -hmm. like how do we then ensure it's coming from a place of this is what actually feels really aligned for me instead of just like spreading ourselves really thin. Like we can have lots of interests, but we have to make sure that it's still coming from a place of like lighting us up rather than just like draining out, out all of our energy. And so now as you're kind of like at the end of this coaching journey, looking back at those goals, I guess you said like having fun was one of them. And what, what would you say your goals were? And do you feel like now, how do you feel about those goals? I suppose. I was reading through this um, earlier today and I feel it really pops out to me. The overarching theme of what I wanted to get out of coaching with you was feeling a sense of clarity around my next direction Mm. in life. That was a big one, clarity. And it felt like when I came to you, I was coming out of like four months of just drudgery, you know, (laughs) and I was just like, I want to have more fun. And feeling excited about the future. And a lot of people can relate to this right now and there's a lot of stuff that's out of our control. It is probably a lot harder than it would normally be to feel excited about the future. And, of course, I had that impacting on me, but I wasn't feeling excited about the future because I think deep down I felt that I didn't have any control about where my life was going. Mm. And in reality, I do, like, I am 
you know, I have a roof over my head, like I have income, I have, you know, all of this stuff. I'm not in a place of where like I'm not meeting those, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I have all that stuff that makes me feel safe on that base level. But what was holding me back and making me not feel safe was not having a solid foundation in like my sense of self and like my own sense of self-worth, self-trust, self-belief. I feel like there was just no, I had no trust in myself. Mm. And because I had no trust in myself, I believed that I couldn't follow through with moving forward with stuff that I wanted and therefore things weren't going to happen for me and therefore I wasn't excited about the future and I was anxious about the future. Mm. Um, Now (laughs) I have so much more clarity Mm. Um, as I've talked with you. um, I want to, I want to be a coach like you. I want to have my own business. I feel like I really was able to reconnect with my values and realize because I was so unsatisfied previously in my past working life, I didn't, I totally underestimated how much I value my own voice and what I have to say. I value uh, autonomy and freedom and independence. I've always been that kind of person that's kind of like pushed back against authority a bit like I'm all for like (laughs) rules and respecting teachers and all that kind of stuff um if it I can see the benefit of it but just things would get me down with with working a nine to five um you know feeling like I had no control over like when I could take time off I always have to ask for permission for things and that Mm. really didn't sit well with me and obviously like not everyone feels this way and for other people working for someone else is very aligned and they can feel supported um, in that sense but for me I never really felt supported or I I never really felt valued or not that that reflect that doesn't really reflect on the people that I worked with I never really had problems in that sense but I just felt that the positions that I found myself in in work never really allowed me to step into what I could really offer. I was really operating within these limited parameters for me. Um, So now that I feel like I've got that clarity over like what I want to do moving forward, I've taken action. I've signed up for courses. I'm studying at the moment. I'm moving into a whole lot of stuff. That... (laughs) clarity then feeds into me feeling excited about the future and because I've taken this action for me and really lent into trusting my gut following my intuition and moving away from that scarcity mindset of being like okay well if I do this thing and it doesn't work out then I've wasted time and I'm back at square one I think leaning more into actually what I feel that is right for me, Mm. what, you know, my parents think or my friends will think or my partner's family will think, for example, operating totally from what I feel is right, even though it doesn't make sense, that's what's ultimately made me feel safer about the future. 
Mm, yes. And even just hearing you then be like, I want to be a coach and I want to run my own business. I was like, I love how you owned that because a lot of what <laughs> we were speaking about, even in coaching was like when, and I know that people can relate to this too, because I, I know a few people that are like, especially now during COVID, like a lockdown here in Sydney, a lot of my friends and my even family members aren't like working at the moment. And they feel this real sense of shame of being like, oh, I can't answer questions. Like when, you know, I have nothing to talk about. I have nothing to do. And yes, we can really fall into that spiral. And I understand it's really difficult when what you were doing or what you thought you were going to be doing, like even for you, Claire, I'm sure for a time you were like, oh, well, this was my job. And this was the thing that I always just was like, yep, this is what I'm doing. And it was like an easy response to give to people. And I remember when we were coaching, there was this feeling of like, oh, I don't want to bump into people because I'm not Mm. confident with what I'm doing yet. Or, you know, I I hate when um, your partner's family would like ask you questions and you felt like it was too hard to explain. And like, of course, I totally get that. Like trying to explain to my grandparents what my job is, like, <laughs> not even worth it. Like they honestly think I'm still a personal trainer and I'm just like happy with that because, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, they get it right. It's still working with clients and that's fine. But also like if we're constantly folding ourselves in from a place of fear, we're also then losing opportunities potentially. So being able to say what it is that you're doing, like with full ownership, even if it's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is what I'm working on at the moment because I'm passionate about, for example, or like, you know, for, or if you're like, oh, I'm doing this coaching course and I'm really excited about it, whatever it might be. We don't have to have the full thing worked out in order to be able to actually respond to people and say what it is that we're doing. It's just about trusting yourself and owning that thing. And when we don't do that, when we don't share what we're passionate about, even though it's not a fully fledged plan, you know, no one has it all worked out anyway. And if they do, like they're lying. But when we don't actually (laughs) share little pieces of information like that, then we are potentially limiting ourselves from opportunities and like we worked on that and and what actually came from you being more honest with like your friends not that you were lying to them but you just felt fearful about oh if Mm. I don't have something to say then you know they're going to judge me which is totally normal but I remember like even getting to doing the studying that you're doing now that kind of came from a conversation like that where you're just like oh this is what I'm passionate about but I'm not really sure yeah absolutely and that's one of the key takeaways I think that I've um got from my time with you and I didn't realize how much it was impacting me Mm. like you know you you can have self-awareness around you know things that you do um to protect yourself but the next level of that is realizing how much it's actually impacting Mm you Mm -hmm. so which you gave me for example, like, yeah, I would totally be that person. I would, yeah, I remember I was at a wedding earlier this year and seeing um, people that I hadn't seen for a while. And I was spending so much energy steering conversations away from myself because I couldn't articulate confidently. Or this is actually before I, I met you. So like I had really no idea how to yeah. <laughs> explain my situation to people that I hadn't seen for a while. And that was just so exhausting. Mm -hmm. And I think you made me realize how much it's not just a defense mechanism. I knew it was a defense mechanism. Intellectually, I knew it was a defense mechanism, but I didn't realize how much it was about me not wanting to be seen, Mm -hmm. um, not wanting to put my um, intentions and my desires out there to other people, because if 
I didn't follow through on that, then that's just me eroding my self-trust in my ability to be able to do things that I say. Mm. Um, So it's so much more than saving face. It's, yeah, it's really kind of shrinking yourself away um, from putting yourself out there to even just random people that you have chats to for fear of judgment, Mm -hmm. for fear that they're not going to get it, for fear that they'll be like, oh, you know, she's onto this thing again. Let's see if you stick to it. Um, Yeah, it's, and you're right. It totally um, closes you off from opportunities. And, you know, this was with a friend. It was, it's really good how that worked out because, Um, I was talking about this with a friend that is probably one of my shout out to Georgina, if you're listening. Um, (laughs) She is one of um, my friends that I can really feel that I can talk about anything with and I can put those kind of vulnerable things out there. So I was practicing with her and yeah, she totally, she has a psychology background and she looked up all these like coaching courses for me. And she's like, why don't you have a look at these? And I literally just picked one off the list that she gave me. And now I'm almost halfway through. So yeah, it's crazy. And you know what else, since I've been Mm -hmm. practicing this, like, you know, just put it out there, like what you're feeling like, of course, like, you know, you might get some issues like parents and grandparents. Sometimes there's just generational bridges that you can't just, yeah. And you just kind of have to accept that. Yeah. Um, but like with my peers, especially people that I have told about what I'm doing, I mean, nothing but supportive and interested. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, why did I do this to myself? But I'm so glad that I do it now because, yeah, each time that you do it, anyone who's listening who feels like really kind of freaked out by putting out like, oh, I'm studying this course or like I'm changing my career to this and they feel so completely rattled by having to like put it into words to other people because that makes it real. Mm. Um, Just know the more you do it, the more it rebuilds that sense of trust in yourself and that you know what you're doing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's practice, isn't it? It's like what you said, practicing it with someone that you do feel really comfortable with. And then also I found when I was first kind of introducing this, because people ask me all the time, like, you know, you always talk about like creating more opportunities for yourself, like how do you do it? And it's exactly like what you just said. You already have all of the answers and the information within you. It's just about feeling uh, you're not going to feel like fully comfortable with it, but just be like a little bit edgy in terms of like on the edge of your comfort zone and share just a little bit more. Like, you know, even when I would go to coffee shops and the, um, the, what, what do we call it? <laughs> I haven't gone to a coffee shop for like a month now and I've forgotten. <laughs> a but barista? The, pers- <laughs> the barista, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like so out of it. Um, Yeah, they'd be like, oh, how's your day going? Or like I'd be sitting there on my laptop and they'd be like, oh, what are you up to? And I would just usually back in like when I was like really, because I used to be so shy, I used to just be like, oh, I'm just doing like, you know, uni work or whatever. And they would like try and ask me and I'd feel really like accosted by all of these questions. Whereas now I realize like I can share things with people and potentially they can give me an idea or like, you know, we always talk about human design and being Mm -hmm. you're a projector, I'm a, a manifesting generator. Most of the our society is responding to the stimulus external to us so when we share like when someone asks us a question and we actually share what we're doing their response can potentially be some sort of like inspirational make us think about something or give us an energy to like look at something a little bit differently so like not only could we be getting opportunities like you said to like oh I can do this course or I could meet with this person they could even be a client you never know Mm. but it can also give you like 
um, like mental things that you can go and look at or inspiration, that kind of thing. I remember um, probably in like the first year of launching my business, I was working in this gym where there were all of these like influencers in this gym. Like, and they all had like hundred thousand followers, like really successful established businesses. And my little insecure self back in the day, this was like five years ago, was not prepared. Well, I really wanted to run my own business. And I, it, I was so um, overwhelmed by these people that it like wasn't inspirational for me. It just made me feel so, so tiny. Mm. And I remember one time this, one of the guys that was running a really successful business, he was like, oh yeah, I have this um, online business manager. Like she can help you with this and this and this and I was like haha yeah like maybe when I'm making more money and I always think about that point because I was like at that point in my business I was definitely making money I was I had quite a few clients on the go but it really bothered me how much of a knee-jerk reaction it was to kind of put myself down so quickly and so from that moment I always remember like because we do it as a protection mechanism, right? Because it's like, oh, just in case I fail or in case it doesn't work out or you're more successful than me or whatever. But now I'm like, why do I put, why did I put myself in the box for him to see me as if I wasn't making any money? Mm. I was just making myself less than them. It's like, we can actually teach people, whoever it might be, work colleagues, family members, like teach them how to treat you. Like if you say, yes, this is my business and I'm doing really well and I'm really proud of myself. That's how people are going to see you and you're going to see people and you're going to start attracting people from that energy. But if you then say to people, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing or like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not, not that successful just yet or whatever, people are going to start to see you that way. But it's really just a reflection of yourself and your self-worth, which is what it all boils down to. And I think just like having the awareness around that can be so different in the way that you place yourself in the world. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know what? There's always going to be times where you do have that knee jerk reaction totally. if you're feeling uncomfortable, and you'll just be like, you know, lie by omission essentially, or just be like, oh, I'm just doing this, like it's no yeah. big deal. Yeah. And like, you know, I've slipped up in certain situations where I haven't felt, you know, wasn't on my A game that day, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's totally okay. But the key thing is like, oh, like, you know, I did the thing again, like afterwards, next time, next person I'm going to talk to, I'm going to yeah. say this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not going to, yeah. And there's always going to be people, like no one's really going to shoot you down. Like yeah. um, friends, random people off the street, obviously like family dynamics might be a bit more difficult, but um, if someone's your friend, they're not going to shoot you down for it. Yeah. First reaction is that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And not really like. <laughs> yeah, not give you the attention <laughs> like, you thought they would. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and that's okay because no one's going to be like 100% into what you're doing. My partner's an accountant he tells me about work and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like <laughs> I listen, but it's, it's really like, it doesn't, it doesn't light you up. It doesn't, it doesn't click yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's perfectly okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. But you just like hold space for that. that yeah, exactly. It's about holding space. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's the beauty of being human. Like we're all going to have different things that light us up. And if we actually give ourselves the opportunity to do that, then we can all like fit into these little pieces and work as a team. Like you said, some people do want to uh, work in a job and I work with a lot of my clients to help them feel more empowered in a workplace, but then some clients want to run their own business and that's kind of their um, journey that they're going to go on too. So I'd love to hear from you, Claire. What would you say to someone that has been maybe thinking about doing coaching for a while or they're even new listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, like I want to work with a coach. What would be your advice to someone if they're like considering it or they may be a bit nervous about it? If you're feeling nervous about it, 
like I said before, these things are all about timing. Mm. If you're finding yourself um, following a certain coach like I did with you, Inez, and you're kind of just always thinking about them or like what it would be like working with them, that's a really good indication that you should probably like seriously consider what your yeah. gut's telling you to do. And at the end of the day, you've got to think to yourself and everyone gets to this certain point at some stage um, with more self-awareness. Um, you probably will realize this earlier as time goes on and you grow more and learn more, but you've got to get to this point where you're like, okay, is the discomfort of staying in my comfort zone mm. greater then the discomfort I'm going to feel like facing up to things and talking to a coach about um, what's going on with my life. Um, and for that point to me, it was like, yeah, my comfort zone was, <laughs> ironically, my comfort zone was not comfortable anymore. Mm. And that kind of, that kind of realization, that's what made me quit my job. That's what made me, um, you know, seek help from psychologists when I was feeling low. That's what made me reach out for coaches as well. It's just like, you're kind of sitting in this stagnant energy, but you're also kind of feeling, um, you know, those itchy feet to yeah. move forward. Cause yeah, you're kind of, you're stuck, but you're starting to like, you know, twitch your feet around in that mud and want to get moving. Um, so yeah, it's really kind of having a long, hard look at yourself basically. And being like, you know, if my life is still like this in a year, how does that feel? Mm. And if that makes you feel like gross and cringe and maybe even a bit panicked, um, I think that's a good sign that you need to take action. Yeah. Run, don't yeah. walk. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I love that. That's really good. And I think like for me, even, even just the decision and like putting the money through and saying yes and whatever already makes me feel lighter and more energized like was that yep. for you even like before we had our first session did you just feel like because that's what I hear from my clients all the time it's just like as soon as they just like yes and it just we do it, it it's already like oh, something in me is already shifted even before we have our first session yeah totally because you've been sitting in this indecision mm. and what if for so long so when you actually take action on the thing you feel a huge sense of relief and especially because you know you're going to be helped along the way it's not like you've just made a decision and uh, put money towards something and that's it it's kind of like now you're going to be held through this process and you're not alone in it anymore and that's really that's really empowering and I don't know I felt like a real adrenaline rush every time I invest in stuff like that because I'm just like oh okay cool like things can only get better Yes. Oh, that's so exciting. I love that so much. Oh, thanks, Claire, for sharing so openly and honestly. As I've said to you multiple times, you are so self-aware. It's been an absolute treat to get to work with you and to just see you thriving and really seeing your own gifts. Cause I've always, I've always seen that you've had a lot to offer and you've always been very well spoken. And it's just really cool for you to start to be able to see that yourself. And I'm really excited to see how you're going to share that with other people and create a life that really plays to your strengths and gives you the ability to, as I said, share and offer your gifts to people in, in the world. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This has been really great to talk through all this stuff with you. And yeah, I feel really proud of myself. Um, and I think it's important to give yourself a pat on the back. So <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah.